0: Welcome back. It's the Matt Report podcast, only at mattreport.com, mattreport.com slash subscribe. Join that mailing list. It's just you and I today. We're going to do a solo show. It's been a while since I've done a a solo show. We've had a host of phenomenal interviews. I might even play some clips from those interviews on this episode in case you've missed them. We're going to talk all about the, uh, the vibe of WordPress right now, the vibe the vibe that I've seen from looking over at WordCamp Europe, the vibe of, well, what's happening in the space, acquisitions, layoffs, new stuff, WordPress 6.1 and beyond. But first, hey, InMotion Hosting. Have you heard of InMotion Hosting? They support the show. I'm going to talk about that too as part of this episode. InMotion Hosting empowers you to build and grow websites with all of the essential tools you need, featuring a hyper-fast performance stack from the only web host powered by UltraStack. It's UltraStack, complete with 99.99% uptime, free SSL, one-click application installs, and a free domain for a year. Rest assured, knowing your website is secure and managed by friendly, 24-7 human support, not robot support. Go even further with their managed WordPress hosting platform. They've got some new stuff in the works. It's pretty awesome. All plans are fine-tuned to deliver superior performance security scalability. Build and launch a WordPress website in record time with their free page builder and professional themes. Or, you know what you can do? Transfer an existing one with their free migration tools. Start your next WordPress website with InMotion. That's InMotion and experience hyper-fast load times and unparalleled performance. Plus, you'll receive a lifetime SSL certificate, automatic backups, in unlimited bandwidth, go to com slash in motion. It's matreport.com slash in motion for your free web hosting consultation today. All right, so look if you're in for a good rant from yours truly, this is the episode for you today. I mean, it's not all rants, okay? I promise. But I watched WordCamp EU from a distance. The WP Minute community lead, Raquel Landefeld, who I work with at the WP Minute, was in attendance, rocking our brand and connecting with the community. More on that later. The place was vibing. It's been a while since uh, FOMO set in from not attending a WordCamp. But this time, for me anyway, it was like peaking at 110%. I really wanted to be in Porto to see all my WordPress friends and hit the hallway track. And Portuguese, after all, and visiting the mainland Portugal would have been a blast. Been to the islands, never to the mainland. But even before the dust settled and that last Word Camp Europe hoodie were packed up from the shelves, the world felt kind of different. Did it feel different for you? It was exciting for those first few days. But then like reality set in, inflation, war, humans not being able to exist with other humans, this ugly reality started to set back in. One minute I'm learning that my friend Miriam Schwab's company, Stratic was acquired by Elementor, a match that I think is perfect for a website builder that's constantly under the microscope of performance scrutiny. Now that their cloud offerings have launched, this makes perfect sense. Like my old alma mater, Pagely, getting acquired by GoDaddy. You get this technical expertise and WordPress knowledge that instantly gives you know your tech stack a boost, that is Elementor's and, and GoDaddy's in these cases. But then we read that Elementor laid off 50 to 60 employees from the company, mainly from the marketing team, which sucks. It's not good. It's not fun for anyone. More technical layoffs happening around the more Hollywood side of the tech scene. Places like Coinbase, thanks to the crash of cryptocurrency. Tesla, everyone's favorite company to hate. And, you know, some of the places that my wife knows, like Stitch Fix. While it's terrible for those companies and employees, the Economy alarm bells aren't going off in my head yet. I'm not an economist, obviously. I'm not super alarmed for the WordPress space. And as I record this, I saw something flash by on Twitter that Envato has laid off folks as well. I don't think that this is indicative of the WordPress economy at whole. I think it's businesses starting to realize that maybe we're overspending in some of these spaces. I don't know. Again, I'm not an economist. I actually put out a short Twitter poll on the WP Minute Twitter account asking if folks were feeling like a recession was about to hit their business. A broad question, because there are so many types of WordPress businesses, full-scale agencies, solo freelancers, product companies, are just like the three most common pillars. In fact, a friend reached out to me to say that my question was too broad and that I should have been more specific, like I should have asked as your agency business feeling pinch, or is your plug-in business feeling a pinch? But data wasn't my intent, it's just that I wanted to hear what people were going to say. Like I wanted to see if people were going to speak up. Those that were feeling a potential pinch might feel more inclined to speak out. A few people did, but mostly people just took the survey. So even though I said I wasn't really interested in the data, you'll be happy to know that only 15.8% of 38 respondents voted yes, they feel like their business is moving towards a recession. And 289 shared that it's complicated. Another question, another answer that I had on the poll. And uh, 55.3% gave me a firm no. But, you know, maybe we check back in a few months to see, you know, if people are feeling the recession, a recession. But tell me, what do you think? If you receive the newsletter that I sent out, just hit reply. In fact, you probably saw that I asked you that question in the newsletter. So just go ahead and hit reply. Tell me what you think about a recession or not for your business. Tell me what kind of business you have. If you're not in the newsletter yet, what are you doing? Mattreport.com/slash/subscribe. Jump on that mailing list. It's the number one way to stay connected. We can communicate back and forth. I was listening to Nathan Wrigley interview Mullenweg on the Tavern. Uh, You should definitely check out that episode. I think it's episode 30. For the WP Jukebox, not a fan of the name, but it's on the Tavern. You can listen to Nathan interview him. And, and Matt said that, in fact, uh, th- this episode was recorded seemingly while they were at WordCamp Europe because they kept saying they're at WordCamp Europe. And Matt was saying that, you know, you walk around the space and you ask folks, it, how, how's business?
1: And according to him, people will say business is, is great. If you recall, a really big criticism of Gutenberg early on was that it was going to destroy agencies and web builders. People would just be able to build their sites themselves, they would lose all their business, everything like that. As you walk around WordCamp, camp, ask anyone who's building websites like, do you have more business or less business? How's it going? I'm sure there's some exceptions, but by and large, the businesses are larger than ever, they're growing faster. Site builders are doing fine, the themes are doing like, you know, (laughs) there's gonna be some changes, right? Some of us might be making horse buggies and those might not be as in demand in the future. But you can also like shift and it's kind of cool. I have people tell me that they're way more profitable now because they can build things in Gutenberg that they used to have to code custom. So even though they could code a custom, they can just click some buttons and build the site and be done so they can now do more of them. How cool is that? So the, the change definitely disrupts things. It can definitely be sometimes rocky. But ultimately, if you embrace the change and you sort of work from your principles and your morals to be on the right side of history, it can be incredibly empowering.
0: As critical as I am on the space, more importantly, how critical I am of the blue collar digital worker, those of us trying to just put out a good product, get paid a valuable wage, push through life <laughs> as push through life to pay the bills and, and get things done. I still feel that, yes, we kind of need WordPress to move in this direction as much as the developers who want to hold on to the ways of the past, I'm not a developer, so I, I don't fully get it, but I kind of get it at the same time. You want lightweight, you want efficiencies, you want you know code to be the way code needs to be so you can build whatever it is that you want, but there is millions of people who cannot do that. And if we can have a platform that balances the two, like it's hyper-performant, It's fast and efficient for your average user to build a website, but then it's also halfway decent for you to start a a custom development project or build more with WordPress, whatever that more is. I mean, that's going to really, speaking of economies, like to me, that's what powers or can be a powerful driver for economies, local economies, global economies, etc. Because it's just... It's a tool that's going to empower a workforce, whether the workforce is you opening up Sublime Text. Is that a thing that you developers use? Open up Sublime Text and start coding, right? I put five spaces or I hit tab to indent my code. Or it's the person who uses Elementor, Beaver Builder, Gutenberg to build a website and sell that to somebody locally for 2,500 bucks. Like, that's the most important thing for me for WordPress. It's not, you know, me personally, it's not the, the fancy bells and whistles and all of that stuff. It is the foundation that gets us there, that empowers users. So I, I don't care about gradients and pricing grids and JavaScript versus PHP. I do, but I don't at the same time. Like, as long as this is a tool that can empower somebody to get something done whether they like it or not, the way that it's, the underpinnings are put together, it's powerful. It enables. You can take somebody from a bad situation into a better situation. I, I think, honestly, and this might be something that I try in my life, <laughs> you know, I, I think that local towns and cities that lack in a technical workforce could do well with embracing, I don't know, a WordPress workshop that's freely available at your city hall or your town hall, (laughs) right? Understanding the fundamentals, and I know people can argue this because we're looking at JavaScript it's not HTML and CSS anymore, but, you know, you could argue that the building blocks, no pun intended, of technology can't be put together with WordPress to be that on-ramp to something else in a technical career. Right? Like if you knew how to build a computer and you knew how to build a WordPress website, you could be a server administrator for a GoDaddy or an Amazon or something, or whatever, automatic. Like you understand the fundamentals of technology from like a hardware and a software perspective. There might be some kind of like nonprofit organization I try to do in the future. I don't know. <laughs> Are you doing it? Let me know. Reach out to me. Tell me if that's what you're doing. I want to move on to another topic. This is the part where it feels more ranty. It's a topic that I've been deeply rooted in for the last almost year since launching the WP Minute. It's this idea of WordPress news and running a, a WordPress news site. Now, I've done a couple interviews about this topic on post status on the WP Minute where Kim Coleman, the co-founder of Paid Memberships Pro. She interviewed me about this stuff. This, one's gonna, this rant is going to feel a little bit more personal. Speaking of WordCamp Europe, I want to talk about an experience I had with WordCamp Europe, but I, I want to set the stage first that this is not me being super critical about their process or anyone on the team. I understand the formalities that they made me go through, but... I'm a very competitive person in nature, so I can't let these things like slip by or go by me without commenting. It's you know it's why I started a podcast, I guess. But before their show kicked off, before before WordCamp Europe kicked off, they sent out an announcement to join as a member of the press. I, I guess is how they stage it. Well, they had two roles. It was media partner or media media supporter, and they sent out this form. I'm just I'm just going to read from the website right now. So they had this thing, call for media partners and supporters. Uh, since WordCamp Europe 2017, some great publications have joined forces. WordCamp Europe's organization team to spread the word about the event. So they, whatever, they list off all these brands and names and all this stuff. There were some minimum requirements that came with being either or, either a partner or a supporter. And obviously, if you were a partner, you're going to get more stuff you know, they, they offered exclusive access to these different rooms, I guess, a private media zone for working and conducting live interviews in the event. I really wish I had seen that to see, like, how many people actually used it. Two free media passes, maximum support, you know, achieving your objectives during the event, including scheduling, facilitating interviews with speakers, blah, 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 blah. But if you were a supporter, you got one pass. No digital zone, whatever it was called, access one free pass, direct contact with the team, access to speakers and sponsors, whatever that means, because I, th- I think you're just walking up to people anyway. Valuable insights into the WordPress community, et cetera. Et cetera. I didn't get any valuable insights <laughs> into the community. But but here's here's the issue for me. After I applied, I informed them that I, I wasn't going to intend, attend in person, so they suggested that I become uh, a supporter and, and not a partner. So I guess, whatever, that's fine. It's, it's whatever to me. I'm, I'm happy to help any way I can but this is where like the competitive nature in me comes out. Actually, it's more of like, it's more than just competition. It's the conundrum that I found myself in for the last year and maybe even a decade because I, I started even before Matt report, I started WP weekly weekend WP maybe is what I I called it. Maybe it was weekend WP. I had the logo somewhere. It was on my, on the Slocum studio, YouTube channel. You can pull up the first episode. So I've been doing WordPress news for a while. Like, if you think Matt Report is a WordPress news, it's not. The WPMinute.com is, is more of my news play in the space. But anyway, there's an imbalance in value of WordPress content. And let me zoom out first because there are only like two types of content in the WordPress space as far as I see it, okay? There's tutorial content, how to write Perl scripts for WP CLI, all the way up to how to build a restaurant web uh, restaurant website and menu page using Gutenberg. How to and technical related docs rule the roost. So I get it. Like I have a lot of friends in this space. There's not many of us. There's like 25 of us. This you know, there's not many of us that, or at least in the U.S. that do these kinds of things. Tutorial sites, tutorial videos, tons of traffic. My plugin tut site or plugin tut YouTube channel, which I've I've given up on since I've, I joined Castos. You know, whatever. got up to 15,000 subscribers. People want tutorials. They want to learn how to do something with WordPress because WordPress is just a tool to them. Number two, there's news content. That's the stuff that I cover at thewpminute.com, my colleagues at WP Tavern, Post etc. et cetera. It's the inside baseball of WordPress. How the sausage is made, the 1% of the 1%. I reckon that there's only about 6,000 to 8,000 of us in the entire world who care about this topic. And you'd have to climb the tallest mountains in wherever the tallest mountains are located you know, to find every one of us to account for that 8,000 people who actually care about this topic. You listening, you care. And that's cool. So where are these imbalances that I'm referring to? Well, Number one, it's in the formalities of this WordCamp EU application. It's in the expectations of WordPressers who want a more critical look into the space. It's the lack of traffic for this kind of content. And it's for the lack of funding or sponsorship available for creators like me. Now, cover your ears, kids, or if you're a parent and you have kids in the room, I want to say a dirty word literally it's a shit meatball wordpress news business is <laughs> okay people want critical wordpress news but there aren't enough of them to bring a shocking amount of traffic to advertisers or supporters that generates a collection so what all this what this all does is it generates a collection of charity publications that slowly drip out content or don't challenge the status quo but take a portion of donations or funds That are available in the market, leaving those of us who are truly trying to make an impact just look like a cute little WordPress blog. And look, I'm not making excuses. I know what it takes to grow a brand like the WP Minute. The ceiling is post status, my friends Corey and and family. That's the ceiling. And while I love Corey and team, is that the top of the mountain that I want to get to? You should follow the WP Minute slash subscribe, the WP Minute dot com slash subscribe, because I actually think it's my greatest contribution to the WordPress space, even if people still don't think of it as a destination for for news. But I want to break down. Like what I mean by this WordCamp, this formalities in the WordCamp application because I, I don't want to leave that just sort of hanging. The idea is that there were a lot of formalities there. There were a lot of formalities in that in that form, and I fulfilled my duties right? that, that were in that form. My quota, if you will, of content generation for the hashtag WordCampEU hashtags. It was, it was, I think there was two of them. But I did what I set out to do. I paid Eric Karkovac to write a piece about WordCamp Europe because part of the rules were you wrote a post before and after, and we're writing up one right now, Raquel and I, about a post-WordCamp EU review. But I did what I had to do, and Raquel went there to the event. She took pictures and blew up the hashtag as much as she could. I did an impromptu fundraising campaign for a big orange heart from, from what I can tell raise about three to $400 for the cause, all using the WordCamp EU hashtag. But my logo isn't on the WordCamp EU page, right? I looked at my competitors, hell, they're even my friends, and they weren't putting up the same efforts that we were doing at the WP Minute. Me from the U.S., Raquel there in Porto, with some of the other brands who signed up as supporters, not doing anything. Not even tweeting about it. When you were supposed to. So, are you mad, Matt? Matt? Yeah. Yes, I am. I want to elevate the respect for what people like Sarah Gooding, Eric Karkovac, and others do by critically covering the WordPress space. This is where that imbalance is. Because, sure, there's formalities. Like, if WordCamp Europe was a... Now, don't get mad at me. A true tech conference. You'd have true tech conference money and true tech conference coverage So formalities to weed out, I don't know, hundreds of of brands who want to cover that space, bloggers, real press, real journalists, real media brands that want to, you know, punch through the doors and cover a real tech scene. Yes, the formalities are there. But what happens in the WordPress spaces is like, well, there's no true brand or any brand that is covering, eh, they're just like this cute thing. Thanks for showing up and and doing your work. But at the same time, people are very critical of independent WordPress creators. And I'm not going to mention names because I'm friends with many of them. (laughs) But I see people criticize other podcasts and blogs as if they're like media giants. I think I've ranted about this, so I'm not going to spend too much time. I think I've I've spent a whole episode on this before. But this is that imbalance again. Where I've seen people criticize others about not being diverse enough and not covering enough. And I get it. I'm trying very hard at the WP Minute and on the Matt Report to be as diverse and cover as much as I possibly can. But 98% of us are just... It's, it's, it's a part-time gig, like this WP Minute for me, Matt Report is for me, I have a day job at Castos. Other people, this is just like a side thing. They're not media giants. There's no agenda. There's no budget. Newsflash, if you start a WordPress podcast, you'll get the same audience I have. <laughs> Remember, there's only 8,000 of us who care about this stuff. You can turn on a a, a WordPress blog or podcast critically covering the news space, and the same people that listen to this show, the WP, well, maybe not this show versus the WP Minute, but certainly the WP Minute, you'll immediately have the same coverage of audience. I guarantee you. I'm saying all this because, like I said before, I want to elevate the respect for what people like, again, Sarah Gooding and Eric Karkovac do, folks like that, writing and covering stuff, the folks at Master WP, which I'm gonna talk about in a minute. But I'm competitive and I'm critical of this because I want to get funding. I'm looking for a flagship flagship sponsor that covers the cost of the WP minute. The cost that I'm looking to cover for a flagship sponsor, if that's you, 14 grand. If you want to sponsor the WP Minute to be a flagship sponsor for the entire year, 14 I reckon I need $250,000 a year to compete against the Tavern. So if you're that kind of investor, I, I can talk about that too. But that's what I'm, I'm, I'm actively looking for that. And when I see, when I have to go through the formalities of applying as a media partner, but you can't be a partner, you can only be a supporter... Do all these things. I do all the things. And then I, I don't get a logo on the site. I don't see anyone else doing the things. I'm just like, no one cares. <laughs> this is that imbalance. Again, I go back to the imbalance. I have friends that aren't doing what they're supposed to be doing. I go, work. can I be you? Want me to do all this stuff, but there's no real recognition there. It's just, you know, hey, it's life, Matt. It's life. Luckily, though, the Matt Report is sponsored by InMotion. MattReport.com slash in motion around of funding that supports this show for three months. So I really appreciate that they cared to support my content. I had a few meetings with them and they, we went back and forth on ideas of what uh sponsorship looks like, you know, what it is that they're working on. Not only were they interested, they asked, Hey, who else can I sponsor? I happily told them about other content creators in the space. It wasn't just for me and sure it's like marketing spend for in motion, but InMotion has some new managed WordPress hosting products coming out soon. They want to get on people's radars. I get it, and there's nothing wrong with it. If they didn't care about my audience or listen to me fully understand my brand, well, I wouldn't have accepted it. And you know what? You should visit mattreport.com InMotion to see what they're working on. They cared enough to support me, and I care enough to say, hey, they're investing in me and the community, even if it's just an ad. And that's the kind of thing that we need more of. We need more people like InMotion to look at content creators doing the tough work, covering the content that needs to be covered, and supporting us. So I thank you. InMotion. Go to mattreport.com slash InMotion to see what they're working on. There's there's some logic here, okay? (laughs) Why is this important to you? You just listened to me rant for a little while about WordPress news. There's a reason because if you if you look at what Master WP is doing. So look if you're an agency or a freelancer, look at what Master WP is doing. Notice I said Master WP and not Howard Development and Consulting, the company behind the newly reformed WordPress Media site. They bought Master WP and they are going hard into the space. They are bringing the challenging questions whether you like it or not. They've sort of flipped that whole model. It's not this, you know, <laughs> to my friends who ran it before, it's, it was a nice watercolored newsletter. Everything was, like, great and refreshing, but there was no, no, nothing critical coming out of Master WP in the past. Now there is, because that's how you make a splash as a media brand. Again, whether you like it or not, they bought it, they're trying to get a return on it, and they're they're doing it because, well, at, I believe Rob who owns both Howard Agency and, of course, Master WP? One, I, he's doing it because I think he he wants to leave an impact and he wants to be able to tell a different side of of WordPress news and WordPress community. But it also raises awareness of his products and his agency. So, if that's you, you you should want to work with well sites like Master WP, sites like the WP Minute, sites like the Tavern, and Post Status. Figure out ways to give us compelling content and support us because ultimately it raises awareness for you. Five for the future, <laughs> kind of, right? The more you you help us, like, God, if you're going to sell your company, if you're going to sell your plugin, if you're going to purchase something, please reach out to the WBMinute.com contact and let me know. We'll do an interview. We'll cover you. I have very efficient ways to run that podcast, (laughs) and you can do an interview with me. Don't just give it to the Tavern. I love Sarah and what she does over there, but don't just give it to the Tavern. It's owned by Audrey Capital. (laughs) Come to an independent news creator, right? Or go to Master WP, owned by Rob Howard. But you, you have to find ways to work with these news sites or sponsor these news sites to raise the, not only the awareness, but the respect for these publications. So Rob, anyway, is going to run the Master WP. He's going to publish the news, build an audience, bring awareness to him and his team, like I just said, plus all of his plug-in offerings. The Tavern's owned by Matt and Audrey Capital, uh, or Matt's Audrey Capital arm. Post Status is the de facto membership and networking place for professionals and WordPressers, and I believe they'll get scooped up by Matt and Automatic at some point. Congrats again, Corey, as I look into my crystal ball. And me, I'm independent, looking to raise everyone's voices that want to contribute to... The WP Minute. If you want to change the WP News, then start writing or talking or recording yourself for the WP Minute. In the meantime, I'm looking for $14,000 to float the boat of costs to run the third most popular news source for WordPress, the wpminute.com. That's you, feel free to reach out. MattReport.com slash contact. If you want to support the show, you can't fork over 14 grand through buy me a coffee, but that'd be pretty cool. If you want to just buy us a digital coffee to support the show, support this show, support the WP Minute, support what we have going on there, buy buymeacoffee.com slash MattReport. MattReport.com slash subscribe to join the mailing list. Thanks for hanging out with me today. Love all your thoughts. Give them to me on Twitter. Give them to me in the Discord channel if you're a WP Minute, a producer, and you paid for the membership for $79 a year. Hey, thanks for hanging out. the thewpminute.com. Keep on WordPressing. Oh, God, what a, that's a terrible. <laughs> I'm never going to say that again. Thanks for listening. We'll see you in the next episode.